Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm Marla Martinson, a crystal-loving, tarot-slinging, matchmaker, author, and energy healer. I'm here to inspire you to heal the past, live in the moment, and put some magic and fun in finding your soulmate. This is a place where we talk about all things love, light, how to make your dreams come true, and awaken to your authentic self by consciously creating your reality. Hello and Merry Christmas. I decided to do a podcast on Christmas. Thank you for joining me, you guys. I am on fire. (laughs) I haven't done a a podcast in a couple of weeks. I have been sick. I had got food poisoning very severe in uh, Mexico City in late October. And ever since then, that kind of messed up my immune system. And I just kept getting colds that wouldn't go away. And I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like doing videos or podcasts or just the bare, I still have a little bit of it, <laughs> just the bare minimum. But I've been doing a lot of work on myself. I've been doing some deep shamanic journeys with my shaman. I did one on, what day was it? Monday. And it recalibrated me. My it, 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 I was, you guys, this is, this is amazing. So I was actually channeling some off-planet guides that came in for an hour and recoded and recalibrated. It was, if I wasn't there myself, I wouldn't have believed it, but it was so cool. And today on Christmas, all of a sudden, even with a little bit of a cold left, I woke up, made my hubby some pancakes for breakfast, And uh, we opened our gifts, and then I said, I'm going to go take a shower and put on makeup. My hubby bought me all this beautiful makeup for Christmas. It was so sweet. And I put it on, did my hair, and I did this video, and I'm going to share most of the stuff I did in the video with you today about some things that you need to do to find your soulmate in 2020. But I did the video I posted on Instagram and on my Facebook page, and it was so much fun. And I've I feel like I've kind of got my fire back. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, we keep having to do all of these same things for our business or for getting our message out or sharing, and we just kind of kind of get a little burned out. But I want to go into 2020 with some fresh new energy, and I want to um, inspire you if you are single to uh, put away some of the old visions and patterns, and I'm going to talk about how to do some of that now. Now, if you don't know anything about me and you're listening to this podcast, I am Marla Martinson, the mystical matchmaker, and I've been a matchmaker for 18 years. I was a former waitress slash actress for the first 20 years of my adult life, and then now for two decades, I've been in the matchmaking field and dating coaching and the past five years doing uh, readings, oracle, tarot, love readings, angel readings, energy healing, and it goes perfectly with with the matchmaking because we need a lot of, we need to uh, do a lot of healing around relationships, doesn't it? It seems like relationships are where we can all really get stuck um, and just keep repeating patterns. It's like we could be super successful in business and then not understand why 
we just cannot get this relationship thing right or why we keep attracting the same kind of guy or gal. And um, so I pulled some cards um, earlier and I thought I'm going to see what the spirit guides want me to share with you all beautiful people about relationships and what you can do to shift. So I got, I took three. I like to, a lot of times I'll use three cards and then, um, look at the overview of all of it and, and how, how it tells a story. <clears throat> and I have uh, two oracle cards and a traditional tarot. And the first one is change your focus. The second one is Kuan Yin, care and compassion. Choose to be loved. Do what is right for everyone involved. Offer a helping hand. And then I have the traditional tarot, which is the three of cups, which is three women holding the cups up, flowers around, uh, just beautiful in celebration, just three people coming together uh, celebrating. It's like they're celebrating, a, a, could be a wedding, an engagement, a, a new thing coming in to the life. So the first thing, changing focus. So when I talk about that, um, what I've, I've seen in matchmaking too many years, there's, there's, there are certain singles that I've known when I got into the business. I met these uh, beautiful single women and, and men. 18 years ago, started matching them, and here we are coming into two decades later, and many are still single and still looking and still going on dates through matchmakers. So I want to help uh, not only these people, but anybody who's maybe got out of a, a marriage and is now ready to jump back in or whatever the situation is. So changing the focus, a lot of times we focus on how we think that single person should be, what do they look like, how tall, the hair color. The, for men especially, they can get a little more stuck on this than women because men are visual. If a man does not find a woman uh, attractive looks-wise, he's not going to want to go further because they have to biologically, uh, to have their equipment work, you know, and get aroused, they have to like what they see. With women, we like what we hear. We like the way we're treated, the romance and all of that. It doesn't have, the guy doesn't have to be so hot looking um, in most cases, right? There's other things that can turn us on to get us excited and, and all of that. But the man has to first like what he sees. And then, of course, he wants all the other qualities. But it can be taken to, to a, um, it's like we're, you know, this matrix, this, 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 this society, how they've really brainwashed us. First, when we were kids with the Disney movies, and then now, even this this Kardashian life culture and look like this and women getting butt implants to look like Kim Kardashian and then the women were pumping up their lips and then they were getting breast implants. That was very popular in the 90s and through the first decade of the 2000s. I remember every woman that I was matching up in the matchmaking service I worked at was getting, you know, the breast stuffed with sacks of saline and, and just trying to um, – and then the hair extensions. So it's all of these things that, that we're doing. Yes, we want to look nice and feel good about ourselves, but it's all falling into that, that uh, societal, uh, what they're telling us we have to do um, to be worthy or to be loved. And I just want to invite you going into this, we're going into a new decade. Somehow I'm so excited about 2020. It's like, Not only do we want to use that 2020 vision in hindsight, too, but 2020 vision going forward and bring in something really powerful. And 
and not get caught up in that trap, in that matrix, in what um, the billboards, the magazines, the shiny things on Instagram or social media or whatever other people are doing or what people think. Or if you think, oh, I'm already 50 or 60, I can't find anybody, or they want younger, or all the guys want younger, all the guys want this or that, we've got to throw that out. Just clear out the cobwebs out of the brain, and it's all about self-love and appreciation and changing our focus on how we want to feel with that person, not how tall they are or how, you know, if the guy, oh, she has to have a certain uh, cup size or a three-year age range, and then the women get stuck on the height or this or that look, or I've had women even say, you know, he has to have blue eyes or whatever. So I want to just invite you to just kind of put that on the side. And delve in deep. You know, I've been doing these shamanic journeys, which um, the shaman takes you into like a dreamlike state. And you're really going in and recalibrating the nervous system, recalibrating the thought forms. The guides come in and they, they work on you. And and um, it just resets everything. Now, you don't, if you can do that, that's great. But I would suggest in 2020, if you can just make it about you. If you can look up some things, especially in Los Angeles, there's things to do. You can go to a sound bath. You can go to a drumming circle. You can go to a yoga class. You could go get an infrared sauna. Do some things that you feel will reset you, not only physically, but those kinds of things reset you spiritually and, and infuse your soul with um, peace. And, and, and calm and meditation does it, chanting does it, um, listening to classical music, doing some ecstatic dance and focus in on, on you because everything comes from us. It's not anything outside there that's going to make us happy. And I told this um, really uh, funny story um, in the video about uh, outward focus. Um, I have this ring. I have this big ring. It looks like a big, diamond ring it's I think it's made of um I don't know what it's made of (laughs) glass or some kind of but it looks like a very 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 expensive big rock right and my husband bought it for me when I was at an outdoor mall called the Grove with my mom about about over a decade ago and I said oh look at this beautiful ring honey will you buy me one and he bought it and it was like a hundred bucks or it might have been a hundred and forty bucks or something but that was it but I love it and I wear it sometimes I wear it on my on my, you know, marriage finger, whatever. And one time I was at the piano bar. My husband plays piano. He's an entertainer live. And I was there sitting at the piano one night, and a woman sat down next to me, and she, her eyes bugged out at the ring. And she said, look at that ring. Oh, my God. What a beautiful ring. Where would you get that ring? And I said, well, my husband bought it for me. And she says, oh, my God, what a great guy. Where can I get a guy like that? That is so great. And, and it was so interesting because the, this, what my point here is the way we will jump to conclusions or what we think makes something good or somebody good or somebody worthy, um, she thought my husband was a great guy because he had supposedly bought me this big diamond ring. And she wanted a guy like that. Now, she didn't know me. She didn't know my husband. She didn't know if the ring was real or glass or what, what it was. Uh, she jumped to a conclusion and then 
and then jump to that conclusion that, that that was good. She didn't know. Maybe my husband was abusive. Maybe I was miserable. Maybe we were getting a divorce. Maybe, you know, she had no idea the situation. But just thinking, okay, a man bought an expensive piece of jewelry, that's good. So jumping to conclusions, um, another outward focus of that, that we need to um, put aside is those red flags that we think, uh, think that we've got to watch out for. Um, I've had clients say, well, this woman was, nah, she was married already twice. That's a red flag. I don't, I don't, I don't want to meet her. Or, well, she's 45 and she's never been married, so that's a red flag. What's wrong with her? I don't want to meet her. So everybody is, on, we're all on our own journey. We're on our life path. We came into this life to trip up because we had to learn lessons. We had to uh, deal with past life uh issues, karma, um, continuations. Um, there's a lot of things behind the scenes on why childhood uh, challenges, why people have, have made the decisions they've made. And it's all a learning process. None of it's a mistake. And we are where we should be. Now, red flags, I said, yeah, so the guy's just getting out of prison or something or murdered somebody. Yeah, that's a red flag. You know, okay, you can, you can have that. Or, um, you know, maybe he just got out of rehab and you don't want to deal with a guy that's, you know, a drug addicted or something like that. Yes, those are big red flags. But judging people on these little things like if they've been married before, or if they've never been married, let's give each other a break and, and, and get to know somebody first. All right, so changing our focus, changing our focus from that outward societal um, construct that tells us what, what we should be looking for, and all of that. All right. Then Quan Yin, care and compassion. So we want to be compassionate about to the other person across from the table. If you're out to dinner on a date, coffee date, compassionate. That person's been through a lot just like you have. You don't know what pain or suffering or loss they have experienced. So it's easy kind of just to dismiss people. Oh, he didn't uh, open my car door or he was wearing scuffed up shoes or, you know, we, we really um, have gotten to the point where we make it easy to just kind of dismiss people. Okay, if you're not interested, that's okay, but we want to um, release them and on their day and just shower them with a big blast of, of beautiful healing energy and love when you say goodbye. You know, it's been so nice to meet you, and just behind the scenes, they don't even have to know what you're doing, but you can just blast them with a blessing. And then when I got the card, uh, the Three of Cups, then after you do those things, changing your focus and having compassion for yourself and the other person, uh, then you're going to have that celebration. And I have two great uh, uh, things that I want to share with you. Um, one is out of Heart, Thought, the Treasury of Inner Wisdom by Louise Hay. And it's just a short little sharing here. I am connected to all of life. We can either destroy the planet or we can heal it. It is up to us individually. We need to sit down every day and send some loving, healing energy to the planet. What we do with our minds makes a difference. And that sending it out to the planet and all the creatures and uh, people of the planet. I affirm the following. I am spirit, light, energy, vibration, color, and love. I am so much more than I give myself credit for. I am connected with every person on the planet and with all of life. I see myself healthy, whole, and living in a society where it is safe for me to be who I am and for all of us to love one another. 
I hold this vision for myself and for all of us. For it is a time of healing and making whole. I am part of that whole. I am one with all of life. And so it is. So it is about healing. It's healing our hearts, not becoming bitter. Um, I remember when I was a waitress in Chicago, I was in my 30s, and I had gotten out of a divorce, and I was back in the dating scene, and I was, I was always getting dumped. Those were my words, and that was, you know, I, I've upgraded now, and that's what I'm, I'm teaching people. Uh, but I would expect it. And then every time a guy would so-called dump me, I'd go get my hair cut. I used to buy myself a gift, or and I still have some of those gifts. It's so funny. Um, like a big uh, painting for my wall or, or a piece of jewelry, like a necklace. But I'd go get my hair cut. And I remember coming to work one day, and one of the other waiters says, oh, I told him I was well, he says, God, Marley, he says, you better stop dating because pretty soon you're going to be bald. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was true. It was like I, I, had, I had affirmed it. I had programmed it. Now, there's a wonderful book called Power Words, Igniting Your Life with Lightning Force by Sharon Ann Klingler. She's a Hay House author, and I just want to read you this, this part in her book about looking for love. She says, the bottom line is this. Emptiness attracts emptiness, and love attracts love. If you want to attract a loving relationship and loving people, you need to be filled to overflowing with love for yourself, for your life, and for the world. For now, you can begin by understanding a little bit about the nature of love's energy. The more you are filled with your own inner love, the more that message will expand out from you, attracting others who are also filled with love. The emptier you are inside, the more you will attract empty people, people who have nothing to give. What must be done to attract love is to declare your own inner love while simultaneously sending that message to the world. But how do you create love where emptiness exists? The truth is that love already exists. You just don't see it yet. The emptiness is not a real lack. It's a perceived one. Love is a very real and powerful force that exists as a natural part of everyone's spirit. And when it's discovered, get ready for a life of power and joy to be ignited. So what she's saying is don't, um, when you look outside of yourself and think that that person is going to complete you or um, bring love into your life, it's the wrong focus, just like I pulled that card, change your focus. So change the focus to your inner being and your love, whether you can look at a rose when you're walking down the street and think, oh my gosh, I love this flower. It's so beautiful. And take a big whiff, loving your dog, sending out love to the universe, uh, sharing love with your neighbor who's sick and you bring them some soup. So you are um, just this kind of pillar, this vessel filled with love, and then that's what is going to radiate out from you, and then that you're going to have a matched frequency, uh, a partner that has that as well, because otherwise you are coming with a, an, an energy of desperation, an energy of fear, of being alone, an energy of um, uh, exasperation, and what happens is people on that same frequency is going to come with come um, to you, and then that's not – it's going to fizzle out or it's going to end badly because um, it's like two broken people trying to, you know, just tread water there together. 
So there's nothing wrong with being alone and just working on yourself. If you even have to take the whole of 2020 to uh, work on yourself, and it's so funny because um, when I think about that word work on yourself, who wants to work on ourselves, right? We already have a lot of work to do at work, at home, cleaning the house, going to our job, work. So we say work on ourselves, but really it's nurture ourselves. It's recalibrate ourselves. It's infuse ourselves. These are, these are more the words. So changing our vocabulary uh, around that. And, and you'll see, just try this and, and let me know how it works for you because I, I know um, from years of, I've had two, two previous marriages and a live-in relationship and looking back, gosh, the lessons and the, what the guides have been teaching me about, about uh, what's been going on with them and with me and what I had to learn now and in the relationship that I'm in now for 18 years with my husband, uh, there's still a lot of the same, the same issues that I dealt with with the other ones that I'm uh, standing firm and clearing and healing. Um, so because it was, so it's always us, so it's always me. So if I attract Let's say I attract men who are verbally abusive or if they're jealous. Um, if I keep attracting those same type of, of men, um, it's not the guys. It would be my frequency. That would be – so we have to re- take, realize our, our part in that. And we might not even realize it. So um, I used to, to attract – I had a really jealous guy. I had a – guy who cheated and you know I used to my husband now he's a wonderful he's faithful but there are some personality issues where we clash and that I see um, that was a pattern with me so luckily when we look at it we see it we can find out how to clear it um, because we don't want to just keep leaving the situations it's very easy to get divorced in our culture I think 50 or 60 percent of the population is divorced um, it's just too easy because we have not, it's a throwaway society and we have not learned um, how to heal ourselves or how to um, deal with, with these patterns that we keep, that we keep um, repeating. All right. So if um, I'm going to end this, but I want uh, you to know that if you need any help, uh, go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com. You can get a love reading. I do a one-hour reading where we do some energy healing. We clear some blocks. I look at the cards. We get some messages from the guides. Um, you can go on my website and get that. Uh, also, if you want to um, be in my matchmaking database, women can join for free. Uh, there's information on my site, my books. Uh, my latest one, The Buddha Made Me Do It, A Field Guide to Enlightenment, is my spiritual journey. It's a really fun read to, uh, to come in for 2020 uh, with some things that you might want to try yourself. Um, and if you're loving this podcast, I so appreciate if you would leave me a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. And uh, if you do leave me a review, take a screenshot of it and send it to me. Uh, my email is marlamartinson at mac.com, or you could just go through my website, and I will give you a free angel reading for doing that. I so appreciate it. All right, much love, and have a beautiful rest of your Christmas season, and um, Happy New Year as well. Much love, everybody. Bye now. <laughs>